Why is Paul being so defensive? Galatians 1, 11 through 17. He says to the church, I want you to know, brothers, that the gospel I preached is not something that man made up. I did not receive it from any man, nor was I taught it. Rather, I received it by revelation from Jesus Christ. For you have heard of my previous way of life in Judaism, how intensely I persecuted the church of God and tried to destroy it. I was advancing in Judaism beyond many Jews of my own age and was extremely zealous for the traditions of my fathers. But when God, who set me apart from birth and called me by his grace, was pleased to reveal his son in me so that I might preach him among the Gentiles, I did not consult any man, nor did I go up to Jerusalem to see those who were apostles before I was. But I went immediately into Arabia and later returned to Damascus. Yes, Paul was being defensive, and thank goodness he was. There was so much at stake here. It started out, he started out this letter by assuring the church in Galatia that he was truly an apostle, called, well, actually confronted on the Damascus road by Jesus himself. And after telling the young, young believers that they must not accept some adulterated form of the gospel, he tells them that the gospel he had taught them the good news about what Jesus did on the cross to free them from the tyranny of the law, had also been given to him directly from Jesus Christ. It was not only trustworthy, but it was complete, not needing anything added to it. To substantiate the power of the gospel, Paul points to his own life. He had been such a devout Jewish leader that he became a Christian killer, viciously attacking those who represented a threat to his Jewish faith. Yet, after meeting Jesus, he did a 180 and became a Christ follower himself. Something radical, something divine, had to account for the complete turnaround in his life. Something did. Jesus Christ. God had set me apart for a special task before I was born, Paul said. Reminds me of the psalmist's words about how, about how God created his inmost being, knit him together in his mother's womb. While Paul had learned at the feet of the rabbi Gamaliel in Jerusalem, God had a plan for him to lead many to himself. As Paul watched Stephen stoning, God had a plan for him to be able to withstand his own stonings for the name. God's ways are perfect, as is his timing. As Paul noted that God had set him apart for a special task, so has God set you and me apart as well makes me think of God's words to us, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future, Jeremiah 29, verse 11. And then, as Paul recounts his conversion and calling, he says that he went to Arabia. Scripture doesn't tell us exactly why, but I think he went away from Jerusalem, the religious center of Judaism, and the birthplace of Christianity where the apostles were residing in order to be alone. Paul got away to a quiet place to seek God and hear from him. In the quiet, we can most readily hear God speak to us. Jesus often slipped away to be alone so he could pray. So God has a plan for you, just like he did for Paul. Paul listened and took his leading from the Lord and then obeyed what God called him to do. Things haven't changed, friends. We need to find a quiet place to commune with God. Our souls shrivel unless we feed them with time in God's presence. Plus, we ready ourselves so that, quote, whether we turn to the right or to the left, 
Our ears will hear a voice behind us saying, this is the way, walk in it. Words from Isaiah 30, verse 21. So do you want to know God's plan? Do you know, want to know his calling for you? Get alone with him, ask him, and he will surely tell you.